Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Love that sound. This is a good one. Welcome to another Waterfall Wednesday brought to you by Boss. How about that? There's an intro for you. <laughs> you know, it'd be a great intro. Get rid of that goose calling day. <laughs> I kind of don't want to now because it just irritates you. <laughs> uh, so funny. Well, today was a big day. It was. Yeah, and last night with the full moon. Oh, did you uh, pick up a bunch? Yeah. Where in what area? Uh, I'm like, I was, I send me a pen. I was hunting, no, I'm just kidding. I was hunting in Wisconsin today. Okay. And uh, there was birds moving until 9:30. I saw my last flock, but it was pretty impressive. Like you could pretty much scan the skies and you'd find a migrator flock somewhere with your binoculars pretty much from sunrise until nine thirty. Wow. I didn't, so I'm down closer to Rochester. I didn't really see any migrators, but did have some, I mean, maybe they were migrators. I didn't see them come down. Oh, they were pretty these ones were like, these ones were definite migrators, like sky high, oh, I outer space high. I don't doubt it. I mean, it was like perfect conditions for it. Yeah. All last night. And it started, it started last night on Tuesday. I walked out of a building in Fort, I was in downtown Forest Lake. I walked out and there's like 60 of them just veed up going south right over me. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> what am I going to do? So I went hunting this morning and I uh, heard geese last night back in the truck. Heard geese getting into the truck this morning. Wow. Heard geese when I got out of the truck at the field. 
yeah, they're on the move. I think tonight's going to be similar. What was weird is we had there's so where I'm working here the the yard. It's like I would I so want to set decoys in this yard, but so three geese landed in the water, swam up, crawled up on shore, started eating grass. They did that yesterday at about I don't know noonish. Maybe actually might have been before that. So they were there all day through the storms, mm-hmm. everything. I watched them just down for they just didn't care they just sat down did their own thing whatever go to bed i wake up they're still in the yard they just roosted there yeah they just <laughs> like not in the water like in the yard the whole time i actually got to a point where i chased them out of the yard they didn't like i'm tired of looking at you broke ass <laughs> <Not geese>. <laughs> yeah exactly geese. if they didn't abandon the season i would have i would have went i actually could i got permission he's like if hey if any of those are abandoned i give you permission to shoot one i'm like yes <laughs> you got band only permission, huh? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I want to set. I want to set this yard so bad. It'd be so much fun. I don't and think... Joe was up in uh, North Dakota today. He said they didn't see any migrators. Really? Well, they got. Well, they had some border jumpers. Yes, uh, <laughs> but he said they saw like no true migs at all. Wow. It's just kind of interesting. I mean, it is almost, it is kind of like the borderline between two flyways, between Mississippi and Central Flyway Birds. And I think that, I think there's probably a migration pit stop that is a little bit more used by birds, about 150 miles north of where he was hunting in a little place called Oak Hammock. Hmm, I don't know where that is. Right up uh, north of Winnipeg. Okay, oh, Jesus. Way up there. Yeah. Yeah, they're loaded right now. I was talking to uh, Bob with Oak Hammock Outfitters, and he says, come on up, man. Like, I got fields everywhere. There's geese everywhere. Sounds like a good uh, potential guest, podcast guest. Hook it up. I did take a COVID test today. Did you? Did you pass? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have been sick. I might even hear it in my voice a little bit. I've been congested and... Yeah, so I stayed get, home from work. And do you have seasonal allergies at all? Eh, not really, a little no. bit. Because I know I actually know like quite a few people right now that are complaining of their allergies are all, and they, and they've all gone in for tests and they've come back negative. And it's like, oh. and then the doctor always asks them, "Is like, well, do you have seasonal allergies?" And I'm like, yeah, like for whatever reason, they're particularly bad this year. So, oh, well, the beans are coming down. It's been particularly dry. That's a dusty event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something always happens coming out during night. Sure, soybeans now coming out over in Wisconsin, but I know out in western Minnesota. Even when I drove out there for prairie pothole days, there was beans coming down everywhere. It's good. It's I mean, right on time, right? This is about the time they usually start coming out, isn't it? Um, it's a couple weeks early, I think. You think so? I think hmm. so. I, guess I always kind of thought like. Early October, mid-October for the beans, and early and mid for the corn around my area. Well, sometimes corn doesn't come out till November. I know. like <laughs> Or December. Or, yeah, yeah, depending on the year. Or if they get too much snow, not until spring. Right. That's yeah, crazy. Uh, so, no, yeah, I can see why there'd be a lot of allergies and why I probably have some of those. And my wife got sick from a co-worker last week, and I'm oh, pretty great. sure that's that. Great. Uh, so that oak, uh, what is oak, what was it called? Oak, oak Hammock Marsh. Oak Hammock. They got, is there a bunch of snows up there too? No, not oh. usually. Not a oh, bunch. Really? No. Huh. Where are they? There's all? a few. Where are those stack I mean, up? They got to be making and, a, a push here, I would think. Every, 
well, they stack up mostly on the Saskatchewan and Alberta border way north up in the prairies northwest okay. of there. But the first time we ever hunted Oak Hammock, they warned us, like, yo, just bring a four-wheeler and silhouettes. You're not getting anywhere right now. It's so muddy up here. So we set up, like, 20 dozen outlaw super mag silhouettes just right outside the refuge and then like right at daybreak this big wad of snow geese gets up and i'm like oh we didn't really even know there was a lot of snow geese up here <laughs> and they just come right at us and i'm like oh holy cow all right they're gonna fly over us that'll, that'll be cool and they all did it perfect like to the boot bags oh. to 20 dozen dark oh. silhouettes just like 1500 snows backpedaling nice like, Okay, bang, sh- bang, bang, bang. We all, we all tripled. <laughs> it's like, you couldn't, not, it's like shooting, you know, balloons in a car salesman parking lot. No, we had a weird, did, did you notice any of this behavior when you were out and about this weekend? So you'd find a feed and let's say there was a hundred birds in it, but they all weren't in one spot. They'd be like 25 over there, 30 way over there. You know what I mean? Like they were super spread out. And no, even, I didn't, and but even I didn't the, scout. <laughs> oh, well, there's that. Then even the incoming birds would, like, as they come in, they, like, give themselves a nice cushion. And I don't know if that's due to hunting pressure or what would cause it, but, like, all the people we had out scouting said they all said the same thing, and I saw it too. And it actually played out when we hunted on, on Sunday. Like, we were pretty close to our decoys, and the birds kept trying to get behind us. I think they just wanted that 10, 15-yard cushion for some reason. I set out my decoys in like a 30 yard radius circle, like all 40 of them. Like it was dense, really dense. And they landed right in the middle of it. Nice. Today, but today's a lot different than yesterday. Right. Yeah. Totally different weather pattern for sure. And when you get days like uh, yesterday when they're sitting out in the fields all day, um, then you get just like they walk around for a long time. Yeah, like those geese that land in this yard. Like, it's crazy. They spent the vast majority of the day in that yard and all night and most of today until I kicked them out. <laughs> like, they, <weren't, laughs> they had no plans of leaving. It was kind of uh, Yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, I, you know, it's kind of weird that I thought when I was, I did some scouting after my hunt today just to see, like, hey, I wonder if there's any birds in this area now out in fields. I didn't see one. Hmm. And then I drove past this uh, big old low flake, which maybe I drove past a little early, but it was like 11 o'clock. And uh, there was like several hundred out there last Thursday, and there was seven of them out there or something. Like, hmm, right? I was going to say, but there's like roughly 30 geese around here along this river, and they've been on water all day. They haven't even come ashore. Really? Are they getting ready to do that water feed thing? I don't know, man. Like. Sometimes I wonder, too, when they get such a good night to migrate, if they're just a little less active Maybe. in the mornings. Because be. even on Saturday, when we picked up a ton of new birds, they weren't very active right away in the morning. I mean, the ones that were were vulnerable, but the geese today were not very vulnerable. Like, not only am I spotting most of them from long distance, you know, like they're not all coming right over my spread, but I put sound on a half dozen flocks that just didn't really care. Oh, wow. And then a couple flocks that just fucked with me, and they just start dropping. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? Let's just keep going for a half mile, then bank around really hard. And then I'm sitting there going, it's the NJ Goose call. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming back. They're coming back from a half mile away. And then they just fly right over the top, keep going the other way. 
Like, well, I'll show them what I really got now. Roll triple clucks, roll double clucks, going ape shit. They turn around, and that just continues for nine minutes, and then they fly away for the final time. Oh, fuck. God, I fucking hate that. <laughs> You're just sitting there, your lips are numb, you're out of breath. Like, <laughs> they almost bought it. They almost did it. Oh, I guess I Close. Yeah, missed it by I'm Trying to convince much. myself, like, yeah, but do you see how many times I turned them around? Fuck. I mean, not not everybody could do that. Yeah, well, I mean, you're <laughs> probably right, but just uh, trying to make myself feel better. Right. right. <laughs> what was I? Uh, that brought something up. I was going to mention too. Now I forgot. Oh well, whatever. Moving on. Um, crap. Except I don't have anything to talk about now. What was I going to say? Dale, Damn it's your it. show. I know. I need notes. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, start now? Almost three years into it, can't start. It's a little annoying now. that it's a little annoying that we have the uh, season break. Yeah, but well, I suppose we get extra days at the end of the year. Yep, or you could just go hunt up north. They right. don't have a oh goose that season, season right isn't open That's right. Their season their season isn't open yet. Yeah, the statewide goose doesn't open up back up till Saturday. So I know Joe went up to North Dakota because they had a little overlap, and that ends tomorrow morning. Is Wisconsin's open? Yeah, was what Wisconsin does every year is they do their early goose September one to September fifteen, and then they start regular goose on September sixteen. Yeah, so it just goes down to a three bird limit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow, just go hunt there. What That's what I've been doing. I know. That's what you've been doing. So what's the, what's the problem? I shot a gorgeous <laughs> quill today. Really? Yeah. Nice. Well, probably the best quill I've ever shot. Really? Um, I mean, how many quills have you ever seen in your life? Because I've seen like six-ish, maybe seven. Not dead, just total. Uh, I think I've, I guess, I don't know, probably around that, maybe a little less. Right. And I've seen three dead. This was probably the best I've ever seen because I've never really, I've never seen one that had white wingtips and the stripe up the neck and the white feet. But this one had a big old white bar across his chest and white feet, like mm. half half white feet. Did you take? I guess I have. Did you have put on Snapchat? I guess I haven't checked my snap today. I did. Oh, okay. I would think I would have seen I, it, but I, I've been busy. I uh, finally posted the dead bird on Snapchat. <laughs> it's like, oh, this thing's too pretty to make People everybody think judge you. keep getting skunked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but did it come out of a tall grass prairie? It did not. Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I, want no, to, just a f- I want it to happen so bad. I do, just too, for your kind sake. I don't. Let's just keep this going. So if I if I so, do like slam a limit in a prairie one day, do I post about it or it is? Oh, you have to absolutely. You have to. <laughs> I kind of like the novelty of just me never getting a goose. <laughs> somebody even it, commented on my post point, today, like feeling bad bad for you. Yeah, somebody get, sent me a comment. You got a couple. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, I, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yay me. Yay. Go Nick. You can do it, buddy. So, so there's up, uh, nothing going on this weekend in Minnesota Waterfall. No, I guess no. not, because the opener isn't until the next weekend. Hmm. Is it youth this weekend or no? No, man. That was, was this past that weekend. That was like the fourth, the 12th, 11th and 12th. Oh, was it? God, I'm so out of it. Don't you read the rules? Oh, Obviously not. You I admit don't. to crimes on this podcast constantly. Yeah, constantly. No, I just do what my buddies tell me to do. Hey, we're going hunting. Okay, cool. Let's go. I assume, the season, I assume the season's open. 
(laughs) (laughs) I just, out of all the years that I've been doing this, one thing that's always just shocked me about waterfowlers in conversations is when we get going about regulations. Like, uh, hey, did you know uh, or, uh, that's actually illegal? Like, oh, it is? Yeah, you can't do that. Oh, all right. Let's all pretend like we don't have these Google machines in our pocket. <laughs> or on Facebook. Like, I've just seen it go through the years. Like, there's so much out there that's just bullshit. And, like, we all act like, well, I guess there's just no way to verify that. Yeah, it sounds like during that early teal season, most of the uh, tickets that were written weren't for taking the wrong birds, which did happen. Uh, there were a few reports of that, but it was mostly uh, people shooting too early because really, the, yeah, because that was sunrise, not a half hour before. Oh yeah, just yeah. going on that people don't read the regs thing, and then um, stuff like you know not hunting out of a canoe and they didn't have a life jacket, stuff like that, like just regular. didn't have their state stamp signed. Yep, didn't have their their yep didn't have their stamp signed. That was a common one. So typical stuff. It wasn't anything to actually do with teal per se. Well, I guess the different starting time does, I guess in a way, but that's kind of confusing. Then there was one. I mean, I did... it's not confusing, but it's just something to keep in mind. It's not well, like I can't understand it. And they were getting some tip calls too <laughs> of people shooting early and then mm-hmm. they were just goose hunting because you, if you're a goose hunting, you could still shoot a half hour before sunrise. Yeah. You just couldn't shoot a teal. So even if you were on the water, you could shoot a goose that, you know, first 30 minutes, and then you could start shooting teal. So, yeah, a little, little confusing there. But there was some, some mud stomping going on that they I, – so I picked up an outdoor news, and I read that, and then went and read the cuffs and collars to see what was being reported. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. Well, I'm sure we'll get after our three years, the feds will do their um... – their experimental study report that they had secret watchers out there, I'm sure, and making yep. sure us Minnesota hunters follow all the regs. Yeah, but it sounds like for the most part, everybody was. I mean, there was a few infractions, but in that article, there was one where there was a, a group of teenagers or something, um, and they were just shooting pretty much everything that flew by. And they claimed ignorance <laughs> that they couldn't tell the difference between a, a wood duck and a teal, but the, 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 the secret watchers actually stepped in and like shut the hunt down because they're like no you guys either clearly don't know what you're doing or you're doing it on purpose and it, <laughs> it says in the thing they claimed ignorance which i actually kind of don't believe i think they were just doing it it's probably one of those clowns that on all the forums were hated hated the idea of a teal season because all the wood ducks were going to die and then to prove a point they went out to shoot all the wood ducks i mean i don't go out and get wildlife crimes to prove, prove a point maybe they were <laughs> kind of stupid but i mean maybe i kind of i, I want to believe they're not that terrible but if they're I mean, young maybe they are or that rich like hey should we all go out and get hundreds of dollars of fines to prove our point to a bunch of assholes on facebook today sounds like something a bunch of kids with no money would do <laughs> yeah not not Conspiracy smart theories but... with dale yeah right <laughs> <laughs> My name's Rusty Shackleford. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't put anything past these idiots. <laughs> well, I guess, dang, I guess it's Wisconsin this weekend. No, 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 you can hunt Minnesota this weekend. Oh, it opens up again this weekend. I thought we were just talked yeah. about this. We did. <sighs> I thought you said there wasn't anything going on this weekend. So Minnesota opens back up this weekend. This is the duck opener then, this weekend. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. You had me confused. Okay, good. I think Perfect. it's weird how our state does a uh, opener for b- both zones or for all three zones, and then does uh, like shuts them down after that. I think that's weird. Like the central zone stays open for a week, the north zone just stays open. Like, why don't we just have an opener in the north, an opener in the central, and an opener in the south? Like, they're losing. They all want those days uh, to their season, you know, at the end, especially in the south zone. Why don't I just lose them on opener? Well, we don't even really have a south zone anymore because the times are the same as the central zone so yeah that's true what's the point why even call it a different zone that was one of the changes i was like you guys are idiots and they, you know we have to have all these open forums and surveys and you fill all this all this stuff out and the dnr used that to set their to help structure it and they're like well most of the people that responded didn't want that long split so we took it out and i could be wrong about this but and somebody people have like wrote me to correct me on these zone things but there's like zone requirements like if you have zones they need to like offer different hunting opportunities they can't you can't just have a central and a south zone with the exact same dates for everything so hmm. i don't know if they're different for goose or how they're getting away with that or if like they'll have to do something like wisconsin did and eliminate their mississippi river zone maybe well because we don't yeah we don't have a, a river zone which i know we've talked about getting trying to get one that didn't really and wisconsin like used to and they got rid of it this year huh. for their open water zone well I'm, I'm already mentally preparing myself to hear the bitching when the season closes down and all those northern mallards finally come down and then they're gonna be like they're so stupid the dean are so dumb it's gonna be the same people bitching all over again never yeah, well, fails never, never get it right but you know what your truck does go further than you know 40 miles well, yeah, I would just hunt Wisconsin. Already, yeah, I'm or, already licensed geez. up for it, so. I mean, like, just <laughs> go find birds, you know? Like, if it sucks in your area, like, all right, well, what am I going to do? Well, if the season's closed, the season's closed, though. I mean, I'm well, talking about when the season closes, and then, like, you know, that's when all those Canadian mallards come down, and everybody bitches that our season closes too early, even though they just got done bitching that they didn't like to split. Well, what do yeah. you can't? I mean, I thought it was great having the three zones, because if you're willing to put on some miles, you can really extend your season. Right, exactly. Start in the north, end in the south. Yeah, I kind of like the three zones too because I could drive. Well, <laughs> it's a short distance from my house right. to get from the to the <laughs> south zone. <laughs> yeah, perfect, centrally located is perfect. It would actually. I agree with you. I think it would be nice if they opened the you know maybe open the south zone a weekend later, or just. When it should open, you know, like without having to do weird breaks. Right. Just open it like I think what they're trying to do is avoid three opening days where like people go from the north to the south. I don't know. I've heard that, but I'm like, what difference does it make? Yeah. What difference would it make? I don't know. know. People in the state are so weird about scaring the birds away. I know. know? It's so (laughs) stupid. (laughs) It's just so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> like in this article I read, it was they talked about very similar stuff where they were, you know, we're gonna they were concerned about the, the teal away. season and how the impact that was going to have on the youth hunt and how that would impact the regular season opener. It's like it's, there's two weeks in between. Birds move. Like, <laughs> like what if you went scouting two weeks ago and you found ducks and that's where you were planning on your opener, there's a fair chance they're not going to be there anyways, whether there was a teal season or a youth hunt regardless. And yeah, it's like we have this finite amount of birds that are here from like, you know, 
May 5th, apparently. These are the birds. They don't move around more than 10 miles until they hear a fucking gunshot, and then they go to Louisiana. Right, yeah. Well, especially with the early season, the teal, I think we already talked about this ad nauseum, but it's like, where are they going to where are they going to escape to? The other state that has an early teal season? <laughs> where are they going to go? Like, this is so, it just doesn't make sense. I swear people like to bitch just to bitch. Yeah, it kind of sounds like what we're doing. Well, I mean, kind of. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Sent yeah. in by a listener. Um, I, I responded to him on Instagram, but I said, I said I'd pass it along to you. And we'll just see if your uh, your philosophy matches mine. So um, he's, what is he? He's going to be duck, up, duck hunting opening morning on Farm Island Lake, WMA. I don't know why that's important. But he's looking into getting some spinning motorized decoys and any one that I would recommend, Mojo Mini or King Mallard. And so I gave my opinion on spinning wing decoys. What's your opinion? On which ones do I like? Yeah, which ones would you recommend? I've only been using Lucky Flashers for like eight years. So you have no experience with the other ones? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as Lucky Flashers came out, I was like, "Oh, this is my new, this is my spinner for forever." Oh, there you go. <laughs> I would recommend getting Lucky Flashers. That was a lot simpler of an answer than I thought I was going to get from you. <laughs> <laughs> the Lucky, I mean, the Lucky Flasher is just fucking perfect. I gave him you like take the... an old like field. You put take like an old field bag of yours. You can fit six of them in there. I mean, it takes up no room. It fits like under the seat behind the truck. Or those the just seat, the, like know? the single wing spinner. No, things? no, they got two, they got two wings in a, on a body. Oh, just okay. a plastic, like a brown plastic body with four AA batteries in it. Oh, I gotcha. They come with a remote now. The, the wings are like the same as the Lucky Duck wings, and they just take up no room. They're so user friendly and compact, and they work perfectly. So they I'm, come with like a twelve inch stake on them. They just slam into the ground. I gave him the answer you know, that he probably didn't want i gave him like the non-answer <laughs> answer which is like well if you're hunting water i wouldn't even worry about spinner yeah like they work good in fields i just i'm not sold on their efficacy on water if you want a non-motion like decoy strategy for mallards you use 50 bigfoot floaters right I, that's, I, <laughs> best that's my other bit of advice too i said the best duck spread is a goose spread if you want visibility right they're yeah. gonna come do it but i I said, you know, the days where there's like no wind, if I was going to invest in motion decoys, I would get the stuff, you know, like splashers and stuff like that, or even those shakers, something that puts ripples on the water, makes it look like it's a little busy. Because it does suck. When it's dead calm and all your decoys are just like there. Do the birds yeah, care? I don't know. But it's like, ugh. It feels like that's like almost like dew on decoys out in a field. Yeah. Like, maybe it won't fuck us. But it probably will. Yeah, it's just, it, <laughs> it just looks so unrealistic. I mean, you never see birds on the water not making some motion. You know, they're never just sitting there lifeless. Usually, like playing follow the leader, like oh, let's swim over here. Right. Nibble, right. nibble, nibble. All right, so, well, let's all swim over there. Nibble, so nibble, jerk nibble, strings, you know? you know, jerk strings, shakers, splashers, something like that. More so than spinning wing decoys. Decoys, in my opinion, I think I just haven't seen them really work that good on water. Yeah, they have their place. Yeah, I mean, it's not to say like they've never worked, but at the times they've worked, 
are you sure that was the spinner that did oh, it? Oh, Jesus, are we going to play this game? Well, yeah. Like the, the flag game? Yeah. I, mean, I always will bring a spinner for a water hunt, but unless – God, I, do I? Do I do that? Shit, I mean <laughs> – Do I? <laughs> I've been using those lucky flashes for eight years. They don't go on water unless you put them in a pole. I, don't, I can't think of a pole I own right now where I've done it. I might not have used a spinner. When's the on last water time you've hunted day? ducks over water? Uh, um, last January. Oh, you did do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, that doesn't count. In Minnesota, hunted ducks over water. Yeah. Uh, la- like uh, September sixth, teal season. The last day of teal season. Oh, you you did go teal hunting this year? Oh, that was September 9th. Huh. Yeah, I didn't shoot at any. I was technically uh, goose hunting, okay. but I wouldn't. I had like three flocks of teal decoy, and I was like, I can't remember if the season closed yesterday or today. You know, like, you got this. My fingers, you got this like, thing Saturday. in your pocket where you can look up the seasons. <laughs> you know, Google, it happened fast. Like I just glance over, and there's ten teal lighting in the goose floaters. I was like, Is it? <laughs> I'm not gonna shoot first, and then it kind of like, you know, just in one ear out the other, just passed through my brain. I'm looking for geese. I'm looking for green geese. And then I look over and another six pack lighting in there. I was like, you know, I never looked that up. (laughs) (laughs) Just admitting to crimes. Podcast yet again. I didn't Uh, shoot. (laughs) So I'm not, I'm technically that doesn't count because you were goose hunting. You weren't duck hunting. Um, Yeah. You would have shot like purposely set up on water for ducks in Minnesota. I do it a few times a year. Yeah. I, I, I like it. I mean, I don't I don't do it nearly as often because most of my crew is not interested. Really, they they're field diehards, which I like too. But especially come middle October when that calendar diver migration comes through, like when the ringers are coming through, I I like to be on water for that. I think that's my my next frontier. Is like getting a I want to get a boat when I'm older, like a fucking pit, like with the walls made of aluminum, the insulation, the stove, the heaters, like that's definitely just one entire universe I've never explored. And that would be awesome to get into that. Like, you know, it's fun. I have money. Well, yeah, it's fun. (laughs) I, I like it, but it does. I mean, water hunting just has its own challenges. I mean, waders, Setting and picking up decoys takes time, uh, you know, so much more time than field decoys. It's messier, wetter, you know, all of it. Like, yeah, it's easy, especially when you drive to a field, dump everything out, set up, drive out. Like, it's the convenience of... I feel like it's just a barrier of tools. Yeah. Like, I've got the tools to, you know, like, I've got a goddamn power cart, like an electric watermelon rickshaw. I hunted with 40 DSDs, (laughs) like, a half mile into a cornfield the day that I brought out there in that thing, you know, that... Right. would be impossible for a normal person that didn't have the tools. Sure. So I, there's, I've hunted with guys that just have the water tools, and it's just fucking easy. Yeah, I want to tell you, the decoy grabbers, the, the telescoping poles, those are a must-have. Those things are time savers, big time. Yeah, I've just hunted with some guys that were great at it and had the tools, and it was just like, wow, that was really easy and successful, and we didn't have to ask for permission from anybody. That's true. So Everything. And, like, we made breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the like, next answer this. when someone's bitching about not being able to ever get permission. Maybe, like, just why don't you just hunt water, bro? Fuck yeah, man. Especially if you could, like, think about the trailers we have full of decoys and what they're worth. Like, oh, you God, could easily. Yeah. And that doesn't guarantee you permission anywhere. 
new. So, like, the guys that get these boats and pimp them out, I'm so jealous. Huh? Next, next project, next investment. Yeah, right. Like, when I'm 100, maybe. <laughs> we need to make if more I, friends. <laughs> if I have some kids that get rich, maybe. There you go. But you see those boats, and you're like, what do these things cost? Like, $39,000. Does it come with a motor? Like, no motor, no trailer. Good God. Jesus. Yeah. You know, like, just the, the kind I want. Like, pure luxury. Yeah, well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> I don't, I'm not t- like... If I'm doing this when I'm old, it's not going to be a little 10-foot John boat, I'll tell you that much. Right. No, that would not be the – that definitely would not be the case. Are you ever going to get a dog? Uh, I was thinking about going to get tested for allergies again, but no mm. would be yeah. my short You're answer. on the to dogs. That's a problem. Yeah, that's what I say. I keep them out of my house and out of the blind, so yeah. She wants to get Go one ahead. of those little tiny – Paris Hilton style dogs. Oh, a little kick me dog. Yeah, kind of would be cool to have one. I think. I mean, you can get them that you can get ones that don't shed. That's true. I mean, it is possible. And they're not. They're not going to help you retrieve any ducks. But you know, well, that's not true. You can get a standard poodle. They were they were bred for water retrievers. So. One of my great friends has a standard poodle though, and I'll never have a standard poodle. <laughs> hey, there's a big <laughs> there's a big via geese flying. Must be heading out to feed. Yep, head south. They're not their tree height, though. I don't think they're my. Oh, all right, all right. I think they're just heading out to go eat. Yeah, I'm thinking I might still be sick tomorrow. I'm not sure. Well, speaking of heading out (laughs) to get something to eat, I need to do that myself. Yep, I got some goose burgers actually prepared to throw on the grill. Oh, I'm going to make some uh, goose tacos tonight, as a matter of fact. Something to get to that. So let's uh, go ahead and wrap this one up. You got anything else? Thanks, boss ammo. Buy some boss. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. See you next week. All right. Catch you later, Dale.